and welcome back to Unsighted, the internet's least reliable English lit podcast. I'm Chantel. And I'm Amy. And I have a very special surprise for you, Amy. A surprise? Yes. Do you recall back in the day, so long ago, when we did an episode on OC Poetry from Reddit? Yes. Well, I have another OC Poetry day for you. From Reddit? Yes. That's great. (laughs) I'm I'm actually really pumped. That's fun. (laughs) I didn't do any homework. Again, I just... Life gestures broadly. But if I can, quickly, before we get into poetry, I have to tell people to check their mail. Okay. I'm making this everyone's mail reminder. Every two weeks... (laughs) People will get a check your mail reminder. Okay. Uh, So I have collected some poetry today. Yeah. So the first poem will be from the Poetry Daddy. I hate it already. (laughs) So she has given us permission. More allowing it. Uh, is that better for you? That is better. That makes me feel better because like a guy calling himself daddy, I'm like, ugh, (laughs) yuck. Okay. So I will let you know the title of this after because I want you to interpret it as you see fit as I read it to you and then we can talk about it and then you can guess what it is. Okay. Are you ready? No, but yeah. Oh, world. You roll me like a round stone, and I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. I saw her looking silly and alone, the L on her forehead, a mark so red. The years fly by and they just won't stop. I followed rules, but hit the ground and ran. It didn't make sense not to let fun pop. Your brain gets sharp, but dumbness you'll fan. (laughs) So much to see, to do, but what's the harm? In taking back streets or a hidden way. You'll never know unless you take the charm. And let yourself on this journey sway. Hey, All-Star, now's the time to play the game. Rockstar, the show's waiting. Get paid, too. For all that glitters, gold isn't the same. (laughs) Only shooting stars break the mold anew. Would you like to interpret that poem, maybe? I'm done. I quit. I'm another host. I'm not getting paid, but I quit. You quit the whole podcast. Quit well, I have a, literature. I have an extra surprise for you. Oh, no. All the poems today are going to be by the Poetry Daddy. <laughs> no. Yes. I don't want to interpret All Star by Smash Mouth, but different. <laughs> so would you like to hear what this is? Yeah. This is Smash Mouth's All-Star as a romantic era poem. Okay, can we get Poetry Daddy on the call is my question. I'll just call her up right now. Because I feel like she needs to see (laughs) my facial expression and my exasperation. She's fine with whatever interpretation and analysis you would like to do, positive or negative. So go for it. I think it's not a negative or a positive. I think, okay, starting with All-Star by Smash Mouth was probably rough. Uh, on my <laughs> psyche. Um, at full disclosure, I have a headache, which means like my patience is on the ground. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, this is creative. This is fun. I love it. It's like quirky and cool. And I, I want to like smush it up into a hug. But also I'm like, oh! <laughs> I hope that blew out everyone's headphones. Yeah, I hope that for all of you. But like, you know, the one thing is I wish they had tweaked the term all-star. That's mm. my critique. Okay, that's fair. Because uh, it would be like, what's another word for the way that that is supposed to be interpreted? An all-star is like a successful sport player. Athlete. I know how to say words. 
<laughs> yeah. I think like aristocrat could have been fun, you know? Like mm. going with that like romantic period vibe. I see. Yeah. There's also Rockstar, which would be like Bard. I feel like we could have like taken more inspiration from the era. Mm, I see. Yeah. I do have interest in the fact that the L on her forehead was interpreted as like a L-shaped birthmark instead of like a finger and the thumb. Because it says the L on her forehead, a mark so red. Well, and that's kind of interesting if you think of the intertextuality between that and the Scarlet Letter. Mmm. Yes. Okay. Tell me about that. No, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no. (laughs) One of them is like you have like, you know, for sexual promiscuity, adultering, A on your chest, fine. But then you have like the like accusatory L on the forehead for somebody else by the popular girl. But if it's a birthmark, she's probably being like bullied for it. Well, I was thinking it could be uh, not birthmark. I was thinking like, because I've seen people with birthmarks that are similar to that. I wasn't even thinking it could be like, I don't know, a cutout of the shape of an L like they do in Easy A with the A. Also. But I guess you could put like, you could dangle it from a little crown or something. Yeah. Have a cute little uh, headpiece. Yeah. But like also like if it is like an actual like mark like a birthmark or like a branding mark depending on how far we want to take this like it makes her the loser which kind of flips the meaning on its head oh yeah either way it's emblazoned on herself somehow it's not like yeah. a gesture she's willingly doing to the other person. She's not biting her thumb at the issue. Yeah. <laughs> a bite of her thumb, a mark so red. I think that one was a fun one to start with. I wanted to start with that one because I wanted you to guess what all of the songs are. And I knew that you would be able to guess this one. You know what I think, though? What? Poetry Daddy, if I can call you that. This would be an interesting high school poetry exercise. Yes, it would be. Like, if we have teachers, and I think we have a couple that listen. You guys didn't see my wink, but it was there. This is like a fun way to think about poetry and still keep it cool, relevant, you know? Fun and fresh, yeah. You can't use WAP in a school setting, but imagine if you could. (laughs) The other thing that I think it would be fun to do is to like reinterpret classic poems and sonnets as like a rap or like a pop song. Or a ballad. Like um, Katy Perry's Firework, but it's actually like a Shakespeare sonnet. Yeah, or like you take the rhyme of the ancient mariner and you just make it into a sea shanty. Okay, it's so funny that you said that because I'm on the Words About Books Discord. Yeah. And Ben from Words About Books was recommending that Glenn from Nuzzle House analyze sea shanties. And I was like, no, no one's allowed to talk about sailors right now until we finish talking about the rhyme of the ancient mariner. And... Then Ben made some allusions to Glenn reading The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner as a sea shanty, which I think would be so rash. It always comes back to Glenn. He just lives rent-free in our heads. Well, I told him he was part of the lore now. Yeah. Of the pod, so. Are we ready to move on to the next poem? I know you're so excited. I can tell in your face that you are. I'm enjoying that you're enjoying my apprehension. I selected these poems. I handpicked them out of the OC poetry basket and I put them in my little apple basket and I brought them home just for you and I just need you to appreciate that. I do. I fucking do. I think this is brilliant and I think everybody who listens to this podcast is having a lot of fun right now. This one 
It's got a new style of poem, so you can pay attention to the style of the poem if you wish, but I'll also ask you to guess the song. Okay. The club's no place to find true love's sweet fire. No, I I already know what it is. With my good mates. What is it? This is the Ed Sheeran song. Uh, The club's not the best place to find a lover, but the club is what? Go. Me and my friends. (laughs) Yeah, I know what this is. I've, I've been there, but keep going. Would you like me to tell you the title? Yes. Shape of You. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Keep going. Um, If this was a YouTube show, I'd be doing great. You aren't already doing great. We shoot our drinks and converse slow, retire, and then you come. My heart begins to race. You start a conversation just with me, and I'm entranced by every word you say. Take my hand. Let's stop and hear Van's sweet plea. Our bodies move in harmony. We sway. Girl, your love was made for someone like me. Please follow my lead and trust in my plan. I may be crazy, but won't you agree? There's something in the way you move, my fan. (laughs) Let's not talk too much. Just feel our embrace. Our bodies magnetized. We push and pull. My heart falls for your shape and every trace. As we discover something new, my soul is full. Oh, your body, my love, has captured me so true. I'm in love with the shape, the smell of you. No! Not the smell. Not the smell. The pheromones You had me until the smell. It's like the reverse of had me at hello. (laughs) You had me until smell. You had us in the first half, not gonna lie. That's fun. Would you like to guess what style, form of poem that is? Is it too long to be a sonnet? It is a sonnet. Italian. Very nicely done. You, I see, you're such an English major. Uh, The pride that I'm having right now for guessing the right song, having the lyrics half memorized, and also (laughs) getting the right type of poem, down to the fact that it's an Italian sonnet. I'm like, "Mm, Amy. (laughs) You are so on it. I am. I imagine that Ed Sheeran's sonnets would be in the style of an English sonnet, not an Italian sonnet, because he is an English singer-songwriter. Thoughts? Hmm. It does have a Shakespearean vibe to me. I don't think you would go for such a structured form. Like the vibe. It's too like formulaic. Yes. Like I'm thinking like, you know, if we went with like Nancy Mulligan or something, right? Mm. Like it's more folksy. He would go for a sea shanty. Yeah. Like I think he might start with like, you know, if I think of the A team, it might fall within like a form. Let's use a form. Um, But then I think he would like move away from it and like go through this like revivalist of freedom he would be like a modernist poet oh he would even be a postmodernist poet oh yeah a postmodernist poet yeah i do like this though and i i am interested in the interpretation that this speaker is talking to the person in the club the bar and says my fan it's like it actually is ed sheeran running into one of his fans and then hooking up what are you looking at the shape of you lyrics so the club is in the best place to find a lover so the bar is where i go see that's where i made a mistake me and my friends at the table doing shots drinking fast then we talk slow come over and start up a conversation with just me and trust me i'll give it a chance now take my hand stop put van the man on the jukebox which is let's hear and stop van sweet plea yeah um and then we dance and now i'm singing like girl i want your love your love was handmade for me come on follow my lead i may be crazy well but won't you agree how- <laughs> yeah Say, boy, let's not talk too much. Put that body on me, follow my lead. Ooh, here's another interesting thing when you're reading the lyrics is that this poem does not give a voice to the lover. Yeah. The lover does not have any lines. 
What what word do we use for bed sheets in like a sonnet era? Yeah, in the in the sonnet, is there a word for bed sheets? It doesn't get there. It's only okay. like the beginning part. It looks like yeah. So you know where it's like we push and pull like a magnet do. Mm, our bodies magnetize. We push and pull. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think that's where the smell comes up. Like I love you, like you and your your shape and your smell. Is that the lyric is and now my bed sheets smell like you. Oh. Okay. All right. God, it did throw me off. I'm not going to lie. But I see no mention of fan. I don't understand if it's like supposed to be fan. I don't think the original song is intended that way, but I'm not mad about this interpretation. I think that is a uncomfortable power imbalance. But I think for the purposes of the poem, Mr. Nora. As someone who's read a lot of One Direction fan fiction, <laughs> it'd be like that sometimes. It's a self-insert. Yeah. Self-insert Ed Sheeran sonnet. <laughs> It's only missing a Y slash N for your name. (laughs) That's why she has no lines, because you insert the lines. Yeah, good. No, I like this one. I like this one a lot. I think All Star just like struck a chord, you know? You just heard it too many times. At Zach. I have another poem if we're okay to move on. Of course. So this one, let me take a little sippy sip of my water. Have fun editing that. (sighs) Okay, ready? Mm -hmm. In times gone by... Not too long ago, Tommy toiled on docks with Union on strike. Down on his luck, life was tough, too tough to show. Gina worked in a diner, working for her guy. Her hard-earned pay for love, for love alone. We must hold on to what we've got, she'd cry. Whether we make it or not, we're not alone. Together, we can take a shot. Halfway there, we sing, living on a prayer. Hold my hand, I promise we'll make it through. With love, with faith, with each other too. Living on a prayer, we'll survive the fight. Together we'll make it with all our might. Do you want to guess what that was, Amy? I so it was clearly living in a, on a prayer, and I hate that it took me so long to get it. But it was like, it was there. You know, like it tickled my brain? Yes. I do wish that living on a prayer was not used as living on a prayer. Okay. What do you wish it was instead? Like, by God's grace or will, you know, like something Mm. less clear. Yeah, like something that still has sort of a religious undertone. But isn't just like pulled from the lyrics. There's also quotes around living on a prayer every time it's said. So that's a (laughs) bonus extra. That's fun. (laughs) I like this one, though. What style of poem is it? It just says as a classic poem. Okay, just like a this this rhymes. Yeah, that's good. I like that. I forgot that there were names. Are they name dropped in actual living on a prayer? Uh, Yeah, in the first it's not stanza in the first verse. I know what a song has in it. Mm. I think this one was a bit too similar for me. You know? This one's too on the nose. Too on the nose. You gotta mix it up, the poetry daddy. Uh, you know, I think what the problem is, is that it's already written kind of like a poem. Yeah, it's written as like a narrative poem, yeah, basically. Yeah, I think it's it's not necessarily the poem that Poem Daddy gave us. I think she's still brilliant and fun. I think it is very much, it's the original content. It's just the selection. It's the source material. It's actually, who sings Living on a Prayer? Bon Jovi? Yeah. It's Bon Jovi's fault. It is Bon Jovi's fault. Actually, who wrote this? Bon Jovi. (laughs) Yeah. So there we go. Though, how many times have we said living on a prayer in our lives? We say it like every day. (laughs) I know. That was like an inside joke for us at school. It was. Yeah. We're halfway there. We're living on a prayer. Because who else is halfway there? You and I. (laughs) And the buys. It just sounds like you came out on the podcast. (laughs) 
Only if there's an Oxford comma or not. Uh, okay. Are we ready for the next poem? And then there's only one more poem after this. No, I want so many more. <laughs> I'm having fun. I have two poems left. Here's second to last. Okay. I don't think you're going to be able to get this one. I think it's too tricky. On the phone with your girlfriend. She's upset. <laughs> <laughs> I have been watching so many Eras Tours videos on Instagram. <laughs> I'm never going to go. Doesn't uh, matter. It's causing so much drama. Taylor Swift is touring right now. And then everyone is like canceling their major family obligations. Like people are dropping out of bridal parties to go to her concert. If you just told me I can't come to your wedding, I'm going to go see Taylor Swift. <laughs> I'd be you like, got it. I'm a bit mad. But fair. I would you know? never forgive myself. They're like both once in a lifetime experiences. Someone on Reddit didn't go to her sister's husband's funeral because oh. she had Taylor Swift tickets. Well, that's a bit much. And it wasn't even at the same time. She just wanted to get there early so she got a good spot. No, that's you're the asshole. And so that she could put a costume on. You are the asshole. You are the asshole. Like a wedding, I'm like, hmm whatever you could have another one a funeral you won't yeah would you like to guess what this poem is amy i know what it's called you do you along with me taylor swift you belong with me by taylor swift okay t-swizzle on the phone with your girlfriend she's upset her anger is fueled by something that you said but she doesn't share your humor and yet i understand you more my heart has bled i am liking this i know a tuesday night my room my music plays a tune she'll never like a world apart my grasp on your story won't fade away but her short skirts and cheers possess your heart Ooh, that's different on bleachers i sit while you dream away of a future where you'll wake up to see that what you need has been here all this day it's me who understands you perfectly. It's me. Hi. Can't you see? I've always been here for you. The one who belongs with you through and through. So I love it. And I think the reworking of the like, she wears short skirts, I wear t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're entranced by her short skirts and her cheers is a different take. And it's it kind of slaps. And she is cheer captain in the original. That's possible. But... <laughs> I can't help but think that it's a little creepier, too. <laughs> Do tell, Amy. Like, I feel like You Belong With Me is very much like a girl's plea of, like, there's this guy and he's super cool and, like, I wish he was mine, but, like, I'm never going to be cool enough, right? Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like this unattainable thing, but I feel like this rework poem has, like, Salem witch trial vibes <laughs> of, like... You won't love me, but I'll make it so that you love me. It's like no one else can have you. Yeah, it's a little creepier, I find. That's fair. You know, she has like the cheers and like you're under her spell or whatever. It has like some weird like mystical vibes and like even like my music plays gives me like creepy vibes. I don't know why. My grasp on your story won't fade away is probably where I get the strongest vibe of that. Yeah. It's like, I will make myself the end to your story. It's very, uh, you know, boiling trouble. Yeah. <laughs> if Taylor Swift was a witch, this one's also a sonnet. I figured. English? I guess. Not clarified. Not clarified, just sonnet. Cool. Okay. Are you ready for the last one? No, but okay. I, it, this one's pretty long. Okay. Amidst the fields of corn that sway, my jacked up truck in black at play with 35s its wheels adorned no a pretty girl my heart's forlorn 
Her skirt the color of sun-kissed wheat and boots that dance to country beat. I wait for her to look my way and in my truck she'll spend the day. <laughs> Keep going while I catch my breath. <laughs> Hand me another beer, my love, as we float down Flint's River's Cove. Catch some catfish for our dinner. With you by my side, I'm a winner. Others may wine and dine you so, and take you downtown for a show. But I know, my love, you crave the sound of cornrows swaying all around. And so, my love, I'll lay you down and love you right in this small town. For this is our kind of night, a country love, pure and bright. The end. Would you like to guess what that was, Amy? <laughs> oh, gosh. It's a Luke Bryan song. Mm-hmm. The country girl play it for me. No. No. It's not Corn Makes a Whiskey. No. No. It's the other one. Stop playing again. Fuck, what is it? Big, black, jacked up truck. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> Spinning on 45s. I know. I know. Pretty girl by my side. They just all sound the same. Fuck, what is it called? Oh, my God. What is it called? Yeah, that's my kind of night. <laughs> that's my kind of night. By Luke Bryan as a romantic era poem. I knew that I had to save this one for the end because I knew that it's the one that the fewest other people (laughs) would get, but it's the one that you would get the most. Yeah. You played this song so many times that it like went into my dreams. I know that was chicken fried. I kind of also feel like all the country songs you played did that a little bit. Yeah. Low key. Well, that's country music for you. Would you like... To analyze this poem. I thought it slapped. (laughs) I think country and romance have a place to go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. I really wish that Poetry Daddy had gone with the the whole like, rain makes corn, corn makes whiskey, whiskey (laughs) makes my (laughs) A little bit frisky. (laughs) Yeah, I think that would have been very fun as well. That's a good one too, yeah. Yeah, I think this is the genre to go in. Yeah. For future references. This is my favorite stanza of this poem. Others may wine and dine you so and take you downtown for a show, but I know, my love, you crave the sound of cornrows swaying all around. Like that. Slap that as a tattoo on my ass. And boots that dance to country beat. Yeah. That's so good. It's the most, like, poetry-ish one. All other poetry is not as poetry as this poetry. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. I do. You're mopping up what I'm spilling. I am. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Do we want to try to make one? Oh my gosh. I don't even know if we could. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's one for the next episode. I'm like, I'm ready to just like pull up a song that we know and be like, how would we re- write like these four lines, you know? Do it live. Yeah. Let's do the corn whiskey one. Okay. God, that's a bad one to start with. That's top tier. Okay. Rain is a good thing by Luke Bryan. Yeah. It seems like the poetry daddy just takes like the first few stanzas and maybe like the chorus and rewrites them. Yeah. So maybe that's what we'll do. The first verse of Rain is a good thing is my daddy spent his life looking up at the sky. He'd cuss, kick the dust, saying sun is way too dry. See, it's already perfect. It clouds up in the city. The weatherman complains. But where I come from, rain is a good thing. I feel like that's already a poem. Like, because it is. (laughs) 
<laughs> a song is nothing if not just a poem that you sing. <laughs> well, we could go see Luke Bryan live for tickets as low as $21. Did you just look up his concert? No, I have an ad. Mm. Okay. Like, you know, I don't like the word daddy. We've established this. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I think like daddy's just not the vibe. So like, yeah, I don't think we're going to be able to do this one. But this was a fun exercise. <laughs> Up at the sky, my father looked. He'd kicked the dust. The ground was cooked. Ah, uh, the heavens. <laughs> Up at the heavens, my father looked. Up at the heavens, my father looked. He'd kicked the dust. The ground was cooked. Yes, good. With clouds of smog in city squares. Mm. Rain is a good thing everywheres. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's as far as we're going to get. I was like, what's a good word for weatherman <laughs> and i'm like the meteorologist and i'm like mm, you've lost the plot meteorologist the meteorologist says because what would a weatherman be in this era a witch <laughs> <laughs> you know the sky witch which would just be also a priest that's actually red i want to be a sky witch yeah okay on a scale Oh gosh, yeah. One to ten, not ten to one. Okay. One to ten. I don't know what you're saying because all of my skills are actually a scale of one to seven, with five being the best. All my skills are a scale of one to 13, with eight being the best. It goes up and back down like a bell curve. You're a bell curve. <laughs> okay. On a scale of judging a high schooler with a short skirt to laying in the swaying corn, what would you rate these five poems? I think. Six? It's corn. It has the juice. Oh my god. I'm very upset. No further comments. I loved every second of this. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy. I knew you would because doesn't this repertoire just seem like it was designed for you? I'm just like, can I get more? Like, do, is there more on the profile that I could I go look for? have a confession, Amy. Are you Poetry Daddy? I've been lying to you. <laughs> Are you Poetry Daddy? The Poetry Daddy is someone you know. Who is Poetry Daddy? And someone you know is ChatGPT. <laughs> it's a big lump with knobs. <laughs> I do wish sometimes that this was... <gasps> it's April Fool's! A visual medium because... I just watched Amy have an existential crisis live. <laughs> April Fool's Amy. Can we record Saturday, she says. Me, no, can we record on Thursday? Yeah, Thursday's fine. Yeah, you know what I would have fucking caught on on if we had recorded Saturday? <laughs> that it's April Fool's. <laughs> you the fool. Uh, no, I'm the fool. I love you. <laughs> Did you like okay, that? Okay, well, can we put rain as a good thing in chat GPT then? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like this person's only done the beginning of the poem. The fuck? <laughs> uh, that makes me happy. I wasn't sure if you'd catch on because this last song is your song to me. Like, here's the thing. Halfway through, I was like, I wonder if this person's using ChatGPT. Then I was like, mm, I'm not going to accuse them of lying. But you were right. I would have been right. Okay. What style poem would you like it as? Oh, what style poem do we want? Do we want a sonnet? It's not about love. Do we want a classic poem because that was your favorite? Is there a possibility as a satirical poem? How does it do with satire? What about a limerick? A limerick is a satirical poem. Oh, a limerick's fun. It's also sexual in nature. We'll see how that checks out. We're going to see. 
There once was a man who'd look up high and curse at the endless blue sky. He'd say it's too dry and kick up some dust, oh my. But rain to him was a good thing, oh why? Corn grows with the help of rain. Whiskey's made and it's not in vain. His baby feels frisky. The road may get risky, but they wash all their worries down the drain. That slaps. I love it. That was pretty good. I hate AI so much. (laughs) I'm going to spend the rest of my evening going through this. I knew that I had to do this when you pulled up the chat GPT essay. Mm -hmm. It's payback time. And that's all I have to say about that. I mean, the chat GPT essay was about my own thoughts. Is AI smarter than me? And the answer is yes. (laughs) But... I hate it anyways. I mean, it came up with a better poem for Rain is a Good Thing than we did. So gotta hand it that. Okay, but we weren't trying to do a limerick. That's true. Is there any other one that you would like to rework into a different style? Living on a Prayer, you said did not work. Living on a Prayer did not work. Do you want to try that as a limerick? It might do well as an ode. As an ode. Okay, we can do that. Rewrite this as an ode. What you got for us, chat GPT? Oh, this is actually better. That's why I'm here. Oh, Tommy went a proud man on the docks. Now down on his luck with ticking clocks. The union's on strike. Life's tough, so tough. But he holds on tight for love. For love. (laughs) And Gina, working hard at the diner all day. Her pay for her man she brings home, come what may. They've got each other, and that's a lot for love. Together they'll make it with faith, with love. They'll hold on to what they've got, come what may. For it doesn't matter if they make it or not, they say. They'll give it a shot for love, for love. (laughs) Halfway there, they'll make it with love. Living on a prayer, they'll take each other's hand and make it through life's tough terrain in this land. With love in their hearts, they'll make it, they swear. Living on a prayer with love and care. Okay, that's less good than I originally thought it was. Hmm. I did like the ticking clocks thing, though. That was a fun little addition. Yeah. It said love too many times for me. I think that was my main qualm. I would agree. You can only rhyme love with love so many times. It might do well as a limerick. Let's see. This has been fun. Thank you. (laughs) You're so welcome. It's going to be my new party trick. There once was a man named Tommy. On the docks, he used to make money. But the union went on strike. His life took a turn he didn't like. Gina works hard at the diner all day. For her man, she brings home her pay. They'll hold on to what they've got. For love, they'll give it a shot. They're halfway there, living on a prayer with each other. They know they'll get there. Take my hand, Tommy cries. Together we'll make it, he implies. Okay, that's not a limerick. I think living on a prayer is just bad is living on a prayer just bad chat gpt certainly seems to think so judgment living on a prayer is a two on the scale of one to 13 can you just ask them to make living on a prayer better can you make this better whoa i don't know if this is good oh no this is so long they're like writing me a novel okay once upon a time in a not so distant past tommy worked on the docks but his luck didn't last the union went on strike leaving him in a bind life's tough blows hit him hard one after another combined no i hate it no scrap You know what? It's living on a prayer. Living on a prayer is the problem. It's bad source material. Yeah, it's not good. If you have to go living on a prayer, 
<laughs> for your song to be memorable then maybe it's not good maybe it's not good maybe it's living on a prayer maybe it is that's how they got through their music career living on a prayer they were like oh man i hope no one realizes this song isn't any good we're just insulting a bunch of boomers that's okay only like three boomers listen to this podcast so we appreciate you anyway do you have a clean language for us today did i not have one last week yeah you had one last week are we doing one every single we have done one every single week since we started this podcast okay i do have one though so i was helping a friend move fun fact don't lift boxes just don't lift them at all well don't lift boxes that are the size of a mini fridge by yourself oh no amy i have a bruise the size of like a kiwi on my thigh new unit of measurement just dropped so what people do with their fetuses is what i'm doing with my bruises But no, so the clean language I have is, this is an apartment that like she moved into as a like lease takeover. And obviously the person moving out was like just moving out. So there were like a bunch of scuffs on the walls. And I was like, oh, I'll wash them off. Can't fucking wash off scuffs. You know what you do? You get a magic eraser. And a magic eraser is like um, an abrasive material. So be careful on what you use it on. But like a rental property wall that's going to be repainted over a million times in its lifetime, whatever, you know? It's also really good on soap scum. That is yucky because it's from another person. Well, thank you for the hot tip, Amy. You're welcome. Also, if you have a cat, please vacuum the inside of your fridge before moving out. Thanks. The inside of your fridge? Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? So much hair. Where? Everywhere. Like on the bottom? <laughs> on the inside. What does that on mean? On the walls. Like where the food goes? <laughs> the inside of the fridge is where the food goes. Yeah. What? Yeah. No, you're making me upset. I take back the request for a clean language and I retract Cut it. Cut it out. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's it for us this week. It's been a pleasure to hang out with you and our BFF chat GPT poetry daddy, I guess. Did they come up with that name for themselves? No, no, I came up with that name. I gave them a name and pronouns that I thought would be believable. I fell for it. My other poet name that I had in the running was Nierp, spelled like... M-E-I-R-P, like me in real poetry. Mm Mm-hmm. But Ethan voted for this one. Ethan had it. So yeah, that's been fun. Happy April Fool's. Two weeks later, but still. Two weeks later, but that's when we recorded. And I hope that you enjoyed our new third co-host who lives here now, ChatGPT. <laughs> if you would like to suggest more poems for us to put through ChatGPT, then you can send those suggestions to us on Twitter and Instagram at UnsightedPod. And we will read them and we will make them and maybe we will design a little graphic and send it to you. Who knows? Who's to say? Did people make it this far in the episode? Some people do. Okay. But yeah, if you're one of the two people left listening, thank you so much for listening and we hope to see you in two weeks. And as always, we're excited and available. Happy birthday, Zach. We can put that at the end. It's cute.